and welcome to episode 128 of the Mature Gamer Podcast. I'm Kev, and with me this week, there's Sheepdog, Anna, and Bouncy. Say hello, boys and girls. Hello, everyone. Hello. Hello. Why? What was the delay That's about there? Oh, I see. She's pausing for laughter. Sheepdog boring, <laughs> is he? I'm just tired. Oh, um, I'll tell you what, my noise-cancelling headphones are already ruining me, because I can't hear you all on a slight delay. It's like I'm on a video link from another country. I hear you talk. I can see you talk, and then a fraction of a second later, I'm hearing you say it. Well, wear them like I wear Is that them. right? Because I've got noise-cancelling headphones in that are quite cheap, and I, your lips are moving exactly in time with what you say for me. You have a light on yours. It is a more unless, fancy than yours. Mm. Unless my eyes are delayed by a <laughs> second. <laughs> Maybe your eyes are wrong. You are wearing spectacles. Um, but I can also hear myself talking really clearly through them as well, which is a bit weird. And my... Here, I'm talking on a slight delay to what I'm saying in it. Well, That's what used to happen to me, and we used to have to put my headphones on a loaf of bread. Do you remember? On a loaf yeah. of bread? Yeah. You were here. A loaf of bread? Why did you... What? You were here. I don't remember the... Got things. to the point where my headphones had to sit on a loaf of bread to my right, so I could hear the sound echoing off the bread and hear what Bouncy was saying, but I couldn't wear them because I could hear myself speaking, and it was driving me mad. You were there for all of this, Anna. <laughs> remember i sleep <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't remember she sleeps I, I now have a diary where i write things down so i don't forget things because then he can't use them in arguments interesting I she's basically blogging but doing it privately yes. which is Why weird it'd be funny no, i said that no, to no, her no. why people want to read it anyway. people read my nonsense people want to read about how i went for a walk down to the, the canal and the dog decided to it's a river by the way to yeah. bolt into my legs and kill me. And that's my phone. You'd get hundreds of people contacting you saying, you know that's not a canal, right? <laughs> you know what weapons. the internet's like. Oh, uh, no, we had, a, we had an argument last Saturday. And was... we almost had an argument yesterday when you called it a canal outside my house. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, no, they've come to see me. I'll, um, I'll let it slide. It's a canal. No, it has a lock. It's a river. Well, we had a massive argument yeah. shouting up and down the stairs. Which resulted in me <laughs> reciting from Wikipedia, telling you that the canal is in Stamford and the river is in Deeping. It's the funniest thing. I don't care. It's my canal. Well, it's a river. I don't care if it's a river to you. It's my canal. That's where I go walk. Canal. Yeah, but... <laughs> let, let's say I'm taking Dave for a walk. and That's you know I'm going. You know I'm going up to where the water is. Yep. And I don't come back, and you have to tell the police, and okay, you tell them, and you, yeah, the and they'll go looking, to Stanford, yeah, yeah, they'll go to Stamford looking for me well, for well, a canal. You will, well, you will float a bit, so not that way. I don't know. That's not how rivers work. <laughs> I don't know where Stamford is. Wrong way to be floating there from here. <laughs> you might from this non-specific location that we don't discuss on the internet. iTunes. Yeah, all the way from California to Stamford. That's not feasible. Um, did you know? In precisely a week's time, we will all probably be tucked up in bed. Yes, in bed. Preparing for I'm the not fact. Not together. Because <laughs> in seven days... De- well, there'll, there'll be combinations of us in bed together. <laughs> I won't divulge what those combinations may be. Um, but in precisely seven days and 12 hours' time, we'll be crossing the threshold of the brewery tap in Peterborough. What, to start breaking the locks. Yeah, we're getting there at half past ten on the Saturday morning to start setting up. Um, to get the stage done, get the sound check done, get all the kit set up. Give you gargling salt and all why sorts can't of I just, la, 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 like, la. Why do I have to do all that? 
Well, how are you going to get there if you don't? I'll walk. From iTunes? Yes. That's ten miles away from the brewery tap. <laughs> At least. I'll get my steps. You'd die. The, the brewery tap's in California. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's probably oh. a brewery tap in California. Um, but yeah, half past ten, Saturday morning, we're all setting up. You lot aren't allowed in until one, unless you've got computer equipment under your arms. Then you can come in at twelve. Sounds but fair. It's all very exciting. We'll take it? it and send them packing. Yeah, exactly. We're not going to be doing a, a pre-recorded Friday night show no. next week, um, just because we don't start until ten o'clock now, but we don't finish till one. And then we are sleepy. And then I take Sheepdog home, and I'm finally asleep about two. And then it takes me three hours to edit on the Saturday morning. So for me to do the show, go to bed at two, and then get up early enough to get ready, get the car packed, get everything ready, get all the gear broken down and put into the back of the car, and get, get the shows edited, bed. I'd have to go to bed at two and get up at about half four. And that doesn't really make, for, a, it? Doesn't really make for a particularly good live show the next day. I so, assume you're uh, picking me up at 10.20. <laughs> Yeah, yeah exactly. You're, you're going to have. To, I'm talking about all this stuff I've got to do for preparation. You've just got to put your shoes on and get, get ready to and drink. not play a game and yeah. wake and wait for ten minutes. Yeah. Did you know he was there? No, I, I actually I was playing a game and I thought probably <laughs> nearly eight. I'll get my phone off the charger and as I opened the window because my phone was charging on the windowsill, I saw he was out there and I saw I had a text saying it's been ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> By which point I'd already called on the internet hordes to start bombarding him with tweets. no good. Surely two texts you'd have known I wasn't at my phone. A normal person would have beeped their horn. I wanted to see how rude you were. I wasn't being rude. I you were being incredibly time. rude. My senses told me that it was around about eight o'clock. He had a child on his shoulder. Normally you're um, ten minutes late as well. So if I'd have just seen the time I'd have thought oh, I've got five minutes yet. Mm. But you were ten minutes early. We're living in bizarro world. So we'll have more more details on MGPX later in the show. Um, we should probably get on before we get on. Just Best Room Font Volume Two is out now. It is by it. It's yeah, good. it's one ninety nine on Amazon for the ebook or six ninety nine for the for the uh, paperback edition. And also, you can order it off of maturegamingpodcast dot com slash mgpx, and you can actually order a signed copy for collection at mgpx next weekend. Why would people want to wait a week? They might, want, they might want. Bobby Charlton and but Kevin Keegan's signatures. Like, in a day or two, and then read it, and then get it signed next week. Yeah, yeah but do that. if they wait until next week, they can only get it signed by us. If they order a signed copy now, they can have it signed by anyone we see in the next seven days. They oh, can yeah. specify. If they want it signed by the guy who makes my bacon sandwiches at work. But who ma- You have bacon every day? Not every day. Sometimes I have to. Your toast. heart ain't going to handle that, Kev. You're well, getting old now. Remember this. How else was I going to build up enough of a relationship with Tom to get his signature in our book? Who's Tom? The guy who makes the bacon sandwiches. You have a very intimate relationship with Tom, by sounds of it. I can get the chip shop man from behind my house to sign a copy. Yeah. I'm sure he'll be up for that. Exactly. Something wrong with you people. Yeah. We could, we could track down a, a barman from the brewery tap. You can probably do that while you're there. Alan's potatoes. Yeah. Aliens' potatoes. <laughs> Yeah, we could take a photo of ourselves outside Alan's potatoes and sign that. Let everyone know where it all began. I'll drive Bouncy past the sign again, show him once more on the detour. He likes that. Why will Bouncy be like that? I don't know. Bouncy's <laughs> coming to MGPX, isn't he? Yeah, but why would he be in Deeping? I don't know. Why are you Why are you coming to Deeping, Bouncy? What's going on? Because I don't know where iTunes is. Ah, okay. 
No, it's a sheepdog. <laughs> she thinks it's in some sleepy Lincolnshire town that no well, celebrities live in. Well, you stop saying, aren't oh, Yeah, right. did you know there was an armed siege eight houses away from here <laughs> Yeah, there was. A policeman got shot down this street earlier. I can only assume that bullet was meant for me. <laughs> it's a good job I was out. <laughs> it could be... Anna did warn you not to try and take on those Britain first people. And then I suddenly told you. bullets are flying around the town. This is all you're doing. Yeah, <laughs> can it I, is. Can I point out, I edited all that out of the show, and now you've mentioned the name of them. Which means I have to edit this damn show as well no, now. No, you don't. No one's ever going to know that. So, Sheepdog, what have you been playing this week then, little fella? The main thing that I have played this week, um, which, as you know, because you were waiting for me while I was playing it, um, I ages ago, probably eight months ago, I mentioned that I'd got XCOM Enemy Unknown um, in the Love Film Hall, and I know Bounce is a big fan. Is that what you call your gaming area in your house? The Love <laughs> Film Hall? Yeah, it is a whole separate area for gaming, but um, I know that Bounce is a big XCOM fan, so I thought, oh, I'll play this at the time. I, was, I kept it aside thinking it's got the Bouncy seal of approval, um, it's worth checking out. And then just suddenly, now, I suddenly thought, why haven't I played that? He, he makes it sound like it's awesome. And it is. I, I, um, I'm not sure how far through I am. I'm not, I'm not very far through it, but what are you laughing at? You just, I don't understand why I didn't play it. He made it sound awesome. And it is awesome. <laughs> what it is, is awesome. Even I told you it was awesome because I've played yeah. this as well. I mean- Persuade Kev to play it before you then sit there and go, oh, years, weeks, months, months and months later, sitting in your, ho- your love film hall, and you think, oh, I don't think I can keep up this ruse much longer, that I don't care about this awesome game. <laughs> and Kev's outside, so if I play something, he can't really tell me off. So let me just play this awesome it took game. took me ages to find. I remember putting it in a special place. So I remember I, I started looking for it as I got the first text to say <laughs> Kev's waiting outside. No, I'd played it for, for a couple of hours. Um... Yeah, I'm a bit annoyed with myself because I know I knew the team members could die and everything, obviously. And um, I said to my wife, that woman, I'm going to rename her you once she's levelled up a bit and I know she's not going to die. She died pretty much straight away on the next mission. And I decided that this badass Mother Hubbard was going to be me. Mother Hubbard. The main guy and uh, that I'd got from the tutorial. And he died about four or five missions in. I was really, oh, I'm rubbish at this, but it's, it's definitely really enjoyable. You know, loving the fact that I can kind of take out the aliens and build my little base and everything like that. Um, I'm kind of... They gave me... Early on, they give you a satellite to sort of send up and focus on a certain country. And I sat there thinking, well, I'm in Europe, because I picked Europe. I don't know if that's a good or bad choice, but it sounded like a good As choice. we're in Europe now, it's, I'm glad you've yeah. chosen to defend where we are. Exactly. And then they said, where do you want the next satellite to be? And I thought, well, I've got one in Europe. I'll stick one in America, keep an eye on what they're up to. You know, you, know, you can never be too careful with Americans. <laughs> could be up to something dodgy so i stuck one in mexico which is america but apparently counts as north america and that so um yeah but then it was telling me i can't use it because i don't have any planes that can fly over there so that was a waste of time i should have put it in europe but um how important is money in this bouncy because i only seem to have 300 quid and the whole of the world <laughs> is relying on the fact i have 300 quid I had, a, I had a choice between saving people in china and making an extra 200 quid or saving people in America and getting an extra five scientists working for me. And I thought, well, I'm a small outfit. Five scientists would probably do me a favour. I could probably get them to just figure out a way to turn water into gold and I'll be rich. But so I went with the scientists, but now I'm, I'm pretty skint. I spent a lot of money on 
Scientist medi- wages. Yeah, scopes and medipacks and wages and stuff. And I'm kind of thinking, am I going to bankrupt myself early on? My, should I have gone down the cash route? My suggestion for you is use the black market uh, on the your own market, screen, you mean, or? or whatever it is. I, I can't remember. But you can sell bits and pieces that you've salvaged and get yourself the money you need. Excellent. Okay, I've got a few alien corpses and stuff like that, so I can just flog yeah. them, can I? Yep. Who on earth buys an alien corpse? Nutters? People yeah. who want to research aliens, probably. Yeah. Those scientists would probably be interested. Yeah. Or maybe just Ant and Deck, because they want to make a sequel to Alien Autopsy. That'd be quite cool. But um, the, al- the aliens early on, I mean, uh, I mean it is, it's a definitely a really good game, but the aliens are a little bit cheesy early on, aren't they? They're kind of just like there going, Meh, and you just kill them in one hit or so. And just seems yeah, funny just... if they were invading the earth, I'd be like, huh. Gutted. Yeah, but they, they soon get horrible. Yeah. Very horrible. When they start riding motorbikes. Really? Mm. Mm. Motorbikes. Yeah. <laughs> and they turn into ghosts and then make zombies. Interesting. Well, anyway, very cool game. I haven't really got that much to say about it. I played it for quite a few hours and just thought it was really cool. Interestingly, Anna, you've been playing The Bureau this week, haven't you? I did. Um, which is the other XCOM game that came out at about the same time. How many it? XCOM games are there now? Because there's mm-hmm. an app as well, isn't well, there? There's two proper XCOM games, as in of the reboot type thing. Yeah. There's two proper yeah. ones. There's Enemy, Unknown Enemy Within, and then there's the Bureau, which was a spin-off one. I believe I am correct there. Am I not Bouncy Ball? Uh, pretty much. So Enemy Within was like an expansion, but standalone in some cases. But then you also had all the original XCOMs as well. Yeah, they don't count. I think crap. I think there's about nine now in total. No, we don't care about old games. I mean, yeah. ones well, I could feasibly play without any effort. You'll find uh, they're all on Steam. Interesting. Okay. What did you think of the bureau anyway? Because this is the, the bouncy made you buy this when his <laughs> life was falling apart, didn't he? <laughs> it he said, made Look, me buy it, buy yeah. this, or I won't eat this week. No. Was, or words to was... that effect. It was cheaper than what it was in my shop, so I, I bought it. Yeah, but now you finally got around to playing it. This is like, she, what it, is it with you two and Bouncy Forcing XCOM no, games on I, you no, and you're refusing no, to play them? I have nothing else to play. I am so bored. So it was just sitting on the shelf thinking, I can go play that. It's, um, it's all right. I, I can't bother to play it. It's too much like, you have to direct where you want your people to go. And I'm not into that. I don't. Oh, I quite like that. I was just kind of sending them off. Although I do find I'm, I'm just, I know full well that if I send them off to the left, that I, I just get a feeling I'm like, right, I'm sending you there, I'm sending you there, I'm sending you there. I've just sent him to die. I can feel it. And I've been right every time so far. When I've sent someone in a certain direction, I thought, you are going to die. <laughs> and then they have, and I thought, I need to be a bit well, more Well, it's not, it's not like um, the one you're playing, because you can just move them where you want, and you because in yours, like, point-based, where you have to... Yeah, you only have ...so it's, many yeah. things. It's like a big board game. Yeah, mm. whereas this isn't. You just send them off, and one's got, like, an engineer, so he's got a turret, and one's, like, a, a sniper person. I've only played, like, the first level. Just definitely has gone to shit, and you have to find something or someone. I don't know. I haven't really been following it, but I'll get onto that. The, the Is it a shooter, the Bureau? Yeah, the gaming gods didn't want me to play it for some reason because I put I turned it on and it's like battery alone and then the battery died. So I put another one in, that battery wasn't charged and I put the other battery in, that wasn't charged. No one wants me to play this game, so I might get on it again next week. So I'll tell you then. Marvellous. 
Is this the one that Bouncy sold you on the basis of it's a bit like Mass Effect multiplayer? Yes. Uh, the talking's okay. a bit like Mass Effect, like where you have a wheel of responses. I, d- I just don't think it's my tea, but it's not great at the moment. And talking of things that weren't your cup of tea, you also had to go on Murdered Soul Suspect, didn't you? Yeah. Is that dead to you now? It's you seem to get to angry me. with it. I'm not angry with it, but it's just like you have to, like, you're helping these people pass on or whatever, and you have to find these clues. And I'm thinking, okay, but there's no direction. Just, I don't know, it's just... I was sort of, <laughs> I, was, I was trying out my birthday present, my new noise-cancelling headphones, um, and um, was writing while you were playing this for several hours, mm. and I would occasionally just pull the headphones off, surface fair, and just see what you were doing. And all you were doing at any point was walking around a bit or maybe having a chat with someone. And there just didn't seem to be anything happening in it at no. any point. You've got, like, these demons that you have to, like, kill by pressing buttons. But because I'm on the Xbox... I get confused with my X, so if it says X, I'm pressing A, and I was like, oh, no. But um, it, it's very, it's that story about someone, and then you go, I don't know. It you seem to get very excited at the start, saying, look, I've got to put him back in his body. That, that bit was awesome. I liked that bit. I was like, yeah, but nothing it's got nothing interesting. You can go through walls, big room. They just turn what, the collision detection off. You can go through walls, but you can't go through our walls. Makes no sense to me. <laughs> if you can go through that wall, we can't go through that wall. And yeah, it's just. Well, following on from this glowing review, the good people of Murdered Soul Suspect have sent us several copies to give away in the MGPX raffle. Oh, no, next I'm weekend. not saying it's bad. I'm thinking people, some people will enjoy it. It's just not for me. I, I... Bouncy, you like it, don't you? I loved it. Yeah. I think so. Uh... Oh, it's got loads of achievements. If Would me achieve... and him like it? You, Max, you like story and achievements. I like story. Yeah, he just just chucks achievements at you. Achievements is nothing about XCOM. I've had something like seven achievements from that, and I say I only played it for a couple of hours. It's ridiculous how many achievements. Every time I do anything on that, I get an achievement. Mm. It's quite funny. But, um, yeah, I'm not sure about Murders for Suspect. I, I think it looks good. It's think- pretty, but it's just story and... I don't care, really. I was thinking at MGPX, because we do have copies of it to give away, um, and a metric ton of T-shirts, all in large size. So if you're... So all you people that have been... And by large size, he means small. I mean, just (laughs) L-sized ones. So if you are L-sized, and you want the new wardrobe, I've got about 20 or 30 (laughs) T-shirts that will only fit you, because if I remember rightly last year, there was only a couple of people who had L or M ones, and... I'll take an L. I'll keep it in the maybe one day pile. That's what I did consider just hanging one up as kind of like. Well, it's not outside the realm as a possibility. A few years ago, I was a double XL and I kept a few XLs for the maybe one day pile, and now that's what I wear. So I might take an L. I'll have one L off you, just in case. Make a change for all them bloody Bioshock t shirts from last year. I still wear. I've got about eight of them. I don't know where they all came from. I'm sure we gave all them away. No, because we we both had one because we took them away, but then. There we must have been some left over. They just got sort of mixed in with the microphone gear and stuff somehow, and I've got three or four of them. I was thinking you know, we, if we have a, an Xbox, either a One or a 360 there, <laughs> we could put a copy on, people could have to go. Someone could just play it throughout the week, uh, throughout the day, sorry, the week. Um, oh, take mine, hey. Yeah, we could just have it on there, they could play it. Well, someone will have to bring an Xbox One then. 
or an Xbox no, 360. No, no, I'm not saying bring yours. So, no, anyway, if anyone has any. No, because he's got a 360. We don't want to open it. The 360 ones are still sealed, aren't they? We don't really want to open them. We've got an open version on the Xbox One that we're going to give away now because <laughs> Anna doesn't want to play it anymore. But, um, um, but we, we, don't wanna, we don't want to. Unless, I don't know, we might get a unanimous decision that people don't mind the seal being broken if it's broken in front of them. You're not going to all flog them on Amazon as nearly new, are you? Um, I'm just, you know, if, if anyone's bringing an Xbox 360, yeah, we'll they, crack it open have, um, and put it on, and it'll still be a prize later on in the day. Have but... they got promotion on the front? The Xbox 360 ones have this weird, um, I don't know if it's like Arabic writing or something it's on the uh... bottom of it, which is a bit bizarre, but they're promotional copies. But they're straight from Square, Square Enix, so, yeah. Splendid. Um, what have you been playing, Bouncy? Ah, really? And have you been enjoying it? Is he saying stuff? I can't yeah, he's him. telling us all about the games he's been playing. I was going to. Uh. Um, so, yeah. Uh, this week, I... Well, somebody traded in the amazing Spider-Man 2 game on the basic... Now, I, I'm a big fan of Spider-Man games. I, I like swinging, and Spider-Man <laughs> does it while wearing Lycra. So, you know... It is the best thing I, I, I think you can... The most fun you can have with tights on is a good swinging session. So with the opportunity to play Spider-Man 2, I, I leapt at it, frankly. Um, needn't really have got too excited. Five hours later, it was done. Completely finished the game. And that was with a break to go and make myself some scones. What, from scratch? From scratch. Wow. Did you... So, did, did, was it, were they cheese or fruit? They were uh, plain, but then oh. served with jam. That's just a bit weird. You got to have one or the other. I you didn't have any fruit. I, I'm, I'm not. I don't live the life of Riley, Kevin. We uh, don't have some I, sultanas I, knocking around somewhere. Kevin, no, Kevin. I don't have. Or a bit of cheese kicking about. I don't have cheese kicking about. I have oh, cheese. Oh, we have vintage. Not even gone off butter. Yeah, you've got flour to make scones with. Gone off butter. Your is priorities are a bit wrong, Mister. <laughs> and my priorities were playing a game. And then I thought... And then baking, hungry. apparently. <laughs> you had enough and I had... milk and flour left over. Well, my housemates, uh, well, my, my sort of landlord, landlady, has gone to Barbados for three weeks. So you nicked her flour. The house. So yeah, basically, I looked in a baking cupboard and thought, well, what can I make with these ingredients? And most of it is spice-related, so I considered making some flapjacky type things, but then couldn't be bothered, so I made drop scones. And they were nice. Um, but Spider-Man 2 uh, follows... The first Amazing Spider-Man game was set after the film, which was a good move because then you don't get into that pitfall of trying to make a film work as a game. This one tries to tell you an alternate story, which also incorporates some of the events from the game, but not all of the events of the game, and then some of the events of the game are completely different to the events of the film. And it doesn't work at all. And the ending was awful. And, yeah, I'd say 90% of the game, if it was a person it probably would have just been sent to a Dignitas clinic. Um, but as it is, it definitely isn't worth 40 quid of anybody's money. I'd probably say if you saw it for a fiver, probably still hesitate unless you just want achievements. Talking uh, of stuff not being worth money, Bouncy, and you know, you know I'm loathe to interrupt you, um, are you flogging the new Transformers game in your shop? No. We saw it in-game yesterday. Yeah. Are you aware yeah. of how much this bloody game costs in there uh well i know it was going to cost 29.99 in my shop so how much really the yeah. retro version so your 360 and ps3 yep. version 45 pounds and the next gen version 54 pounds for transformers 
<laughs> in game yesterday. We we were going to get it in because the team that made it made the excellent Fall of and War for Cybertron games. But then um, I spoke to somebody who played it in advance and said it was awful and not to touch it with large files, so I didn't. So, yeah. I guess if it's had a limited release and while the film's popular, I suppose Game are just using that to their advantage, aren't they? I was <laughs> Far be it from me to suggest that Game would mm. deliberately raise the price on something. Uh, but, yeah, they do. <laughs> it's just as it is. So, yeah. So, don't buy Transformers Game because it is awful. Um, and Spider-Man 2 is pretty, pretty terrible. Uh, Craven the Hunter features, as does Carnage, which should be amazing because Carnage is a cool Spider-Man character. Uh, but even like, you know, in uh, older Spider-Man games, it was free roam and you just encounter crimes and stuff. And you'd this one, every time you, you solve like a little side questy crime, you then have to watch a 30 second news clip. They go, the people of New York City are happy that Spider-Man is looking after them. And then you you become a bit more of a hero. And if you don't do those, the basic bad press you've got makes you into a villain and then you get robots chasing you in the street. Mm. It's just bad. Um, but, you know, I, I stuck with it to the end because I'm, I'm not a quitter. And I think it's important, even with a bad game, to stick with it and get through to the end. Which brings me on to my next game, <laughs> which was uh, sent to us by the lovely people. Was it Cock Media sent us this one? See? Oh, yeah, it was, yep. What a uh, name that is as well. They, they sent it to the mature uh, podcast guy, which is cool. I was, I've, got, I've kept the envelope because the first time ever, if somebody says, you're so immature, I can go, bam, documented that everything. It was my fault because she, she was talking to me and I said, oh, our guy wants to review it. What, it says mature podcast guy on the yeah. envelope? Yeah, because yep. I, I didn't send a name. I just sent his address. I said, oh, yeah, cheers. Send it here, please. Bye. Yeah. Thanks. And then she <laughs> I've sent it to Mature Podcast Guy because you yeah, can give me so a name. It, and it arrived wrapped in a bit of cardboard box inside an envelope. And inside that was a little Vita cartridge of Farming Simulator 2014. Now, we talked about this, I believe, uh, and I said I was quite interested in playing it because I had got farming experience. And <laughs> the game in, and I thought this is going to be brilliant. I remember all those days in Harvest of driving a tractor up and down a field and reading the sun and getting a cold drink out of the little fridge that you get inside the cab i don't ever remember it being like micro machines and having very very vague instructions and being a bit weird but here's the thing i I still play it every day and have done since i got it i don't play for very long i can't time to dip in and look at my farm and i don't know whether i'm seeing this as like a next gen version of farmville (laughs) <laughs> and I just like going in and driving my tractor around. It's got weird, like I can't crash the tractor into things. I can't run cows over or anything, which seems a bit of a shame. If I crash the tractor into a fence, which I've done in real life, and I went through the fence um, in the game, the, the fence stays intact, which is probably for the best because some of the machinery is seeing. Uh, the, the biggest concern I have, or biggest criticism I have of the game, uh, when I started, I had a good amount of land and a dairy farm. Now, it's very rare you'll find dairy farmers are also arable crop farmers at the same time. Definitely not managing one staff member who's using three different tractors and eight pieces of machinery because tractors are very, very expensive and usually are passed down family to family and you actually use them for a long while. What I would have liked to see with a game is start off with an old second-hand tractor, a little plot of land, 
start up a deal with a, a local cereal company, have the Weetabix rep come over, or any other cereal-based rep visit, because there are Ian Botham. Yep. Uh, take your little sample. Say, yes, we want to sign you up. Put your little sign in their little sign you field, like you do sometimes, where you see drive by and go, these crops are going to be Weetabix. Uh, and then go from there. That would have been more realistic as a simulation. Instead, what I've actually got, a simulation, I'm supposed to be starting from scratch, but I've actually obviously been working for at least 15 years at that point to get to where I was. Um, You're saying this simulator is not a simulator? I'm You're saying... shenanigans. What I'm saying is it's a simulation in the sense that, you know, you had that truck driving simulator. Which was exquisite. And you, and you drove a route that you knew, but it wasn't <laughs> the route that you knew. Yeah. It's like that. It, there are elements of it that are pretty much bang on. You have to use the right type of things. You have to harvest crops in the right way. You have to kind of dry your crops as you would, seed crops, fertilize, whatever. That's all fine. I have no issue with that. But it's the detail. So if I'm playing Forza, I'm, I'm, I'm in a racing simulation. But also, I can see reflections in the car. I can see the detail on the stitching of my gloves. I can see these little things because it's simulating something. Well, this is simulating is basic micro-machines farming. What it isn't simulating is actually farming. And the, the, the two are very different. So I am sticking with it. I am enjoying it. I'm going to write up a review once we get past uh, MGPX. Cause I, need, I think with a simulator, you've really got to get through it and go through it. There are hundreds of uh, tractors and pieces of equipment apparently I can get. Um, so that's, that's quite exciting. And I, I do want to have a bit of an empire, see if I can do better than my dad's old boss. And then I'll email him and go, by the way, Alan, uh, guess who's got 28 extra hectares than you have, eh? <laughs> Jog on. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's actually not that bad a game. It's an ideal sort of game for just dipping in, dipping out of. But it, I mean, it is borderline not a simulator. But I enjoy it. And that's that's fine. If I'd have stuck, if I'd have done what I originally did, which is I turned it on, I looked at it, and my whole body just wanted to throw the Vita out of a window because I was looking at something that would have looked bad on a 3D. Yes. But that's, that didn't matter. Stuck with it. Now sort of enjoying it. Um, and then finally this week, I've been playing... Uh, oh, my God. I, don't, I can't know what it's called now. Let me have a look. Tomodachi Life on the 3DS, which uh, you may have seen around on some people's Twitter and Facebook feeds. Uh, it's essentially a mixture of a Tamagotchi, The Sims... And real life. Uh, so you start off. Sounds when... swell. <laughs> well, you'd say And that. it's homophobic, I... isn't it? Is that, that's no, the one. No, it's not homophobic. Oh, one of my characters I've made is currently having a dream. Now, these are awesome. I'm going to describe the dream to you. Because what I can do, click on the, the bubble above him. He's, he's okay, right. Um, there's a boy running through some long grass. And the character's dreaming that he's a bobblehead skeleton hanging off the bag as like a toy. And he's just bouncing around, looking a bit panicky. Uh, he's woken up, and there's a skeleton keyring in his bedroom now for me to have. Um, and he's going, oh, what? You can, you can teach him to sing rock songs. You can build bands. You can rewrite the lyrics to any of the song in the game, and they will sing your lyrics you've written. Uh, you can choose their happy and sad little greetings. I've based characters in it on people I know, because I want to see how they interact. So I made me, obviously, because there he is, Bouncy B. I just dropped into his apartment. And in there with him is um, the new Mrs. B, who uh, I designed. And within two days, they'd started falling off of each other. And I'd based their personalities exactly the same as we are. 
and and they're having a whale of a time. I mean, the other day I was just rolling around on the carpet. She was laughing. Uh, it, it was good fun. It's very good fun. But it, it it has like randomly occurring events, which are quite awesome. So you'll just go in and you'll see a character will be picking their nose or farting, and then they'll notice you're watching them and they'll panic or they'll get embarrassed or they'll just go off to the cafe together and. One of the characters um, started falling in love with somebody else. And I said, oh, I don't think she's right for you. And he got depressed. So a load of characters just decided to take him to the cafe and tell him jokes and things to cheer him up. It was, it's all really sweet. And it's like this little digital world. And I'm putting Kev, Steve and Anna in there, um, ready for MGPX. So you'll be able to see how you lot get on. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm guessing Anna is just going to repeatedly punch Kev in the face, being a moron. <laughs> and, and Sheepdog's just going to sit. <laughs> uh, that, again, that's perfectly timed cutting out there. That was brilliant. Sheepdog's just going to sit. That's all. Just <laughs> waiting then. Yeah, now I cut out. Uh, yeah, I was going to say sit there with a suit made out of flypaper and uh, <laughs> cry as death happens around him. But no, it's uh, it's really good. It's it's silly and it's ridiculous. Um, my good friend Dalek bought it for me. He was already playing it, wanted somebody else to play it. I said I couldn't afford it. He just sent me the money to buy it. And I was like, whoa. Tell him I can't afford a car. Well, that's not the point. He wanted me in. He had a dream in which, or him or his friend had a dream, had where a three dream. of them were snails with human heads on, having a little race. I had a dream where um, somebody came in and said, there's a giant Parma ham attacking the city, and a character ate some cheesecake and turned into a superhero. It is bonkers, but brilliant. And yeah, it's not at all homophobic. They just didn't put in same-sex relationships. But that's not homophobia. That's just not putting a design choice in. So yeah, it's it's great fun. And I'm loving it. And I like the fact that my characters just seem to be wandering around. I've got um, Ham Hocks in there. He really likes hot dogs, but doesn't really like beef bourguignon. Bourguignon? <laughs> What's beef? Uh, it's 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 basically a beef thing with a lot of spring onions. They're called salad onions now. You're not allowed to call them spring onions anymore. Well, if I could, don't call them spring onions. The boyoying joke doesn't work. I know. So you need to think of a new joke, don't you? Um, all right. It's it's a slinky sauce. That's better. <laughs> Funnier too. Okay. Excellent um, work. Well played. And yeah, and then I noticed the Wolf Among Us chapter five, the final episode, is out. So um, I'm playing that after the show tonight because I'm very excited. I wanted to play it before, but um, the, the third housemate moves out uh, today, tomorrow. So we made sure she had a nice night um, tonight to say goodbye. And I didn't play video games, which I thought was very nice of me. Uh, and means I can get to play the game. Also, you didn't go out of them. You just sat there <laughs> refusing to play your game. We've got, we've got a potential. I'm bored. New... Here's an interesting thing. <laughs> Nothing right? to do. You know, you know. When, like, obviously, there's now a housemate moving out. Mm. It means there's a room available, and somebody's coming to look at the room tomorrow. Now, shall we have a little bit of fun with this? And um, they're going to arrive at. What should I say? What's the first thing I should say? Nothing, nothing English. (laughs) (laughs) So what language, what what fake language? Can you say, Poprosha Kanapka Shenkom? Which is... He's in Whizbeach, they'll just say, da. Yeah. If they offer you a ham sandwich, you know their Polish is as good as yours. Can you do that clicking sound? That, yeah. Talk to them like that. 
somebody I talked to earlier about it said, um, just go up to me and go, are you a hugger? Because I'm a hugger. And then get real close and go, you smell like sandwiches. And they stroke <laughs> their face really slowly. Um, because I've been left in charge of meeting this new person. Now, it's not my house, but I'm vetting them. I could have essentially decided whether he moves in or not. And uh, I just quite like the idea of just really fucking with him. <laughs> just winding him up so much. Uh, so, yeah, I might do that. I might just answer it in my pants. Like, what, white shirt half tucked in, half not tucked in. Is it a fella, then? You're saying him a lot, so I'm guessing yes, it's a man. Yes, it's a fella. I wouldn't answer Are you going to check his beard length? Regulation beard I length. I don't think he has a beard. Oh, we'll tell him to do one, then. Yeah. yeah. What, kind of, what kind of person? And I I apologize if I'm going to offend you weirdos who shave now, but uh. who who gets up early enough to scrape a piece of metal across yeah. their face every day? Time. Yeah. You need to make something a little bit more of your life, not waste all this time shaving. What's wrong with you? What Say that it's... to him. Make that your opening <laughs> gambit. Oh, I know you shave. What have you failed at in life to give yourself time to do that? What if That's it's the, the goose sentence. harpoonist that lives around oh, your God. way? <laughs> just sit there with a hard harpoon. Just the goose. Or, or just brings out the crossbow <laughs> bolt and presents it to me. Like, uh, Neil down and goes, Mr. Bouncy, sir, I wanted to inquire about the room, so I killed a goose for you. Here's its severed head on a plate. And then we you think it'll be the goose. Yeah, it's just the goose in a Barack Obama mask, hoping you don't know <laughs> that he's actually a goose. <laughs> You're about to do questions and just go, honk, honk. honk. <laughs> There we go, quack, quack, if the Twitter... He's honk. Yeah, but this, the actual goose's Twitter account quacks. Well, he's so typing it, it in not he? a goose, or it's somebody who's pretending to be a goose. Well, I can't think that's true. No. That'd be insane. So, um, so yeah, uh, that's all good. A uh, bit of tapped out. Uh, didn't really enjoy the uh, firework. The 4th of July stuff was a bit no, it's lame. Enough, wasn't it? Uh, it was a bit of a damp squib. <laughs> and... Uh, Family Guy Quest for stuff is adding Stewie soon. Oh, a big update thing, which I was going to do in the news, but I'll just talk because I've tried it. Um, Plague Inc. has had a sponsorship deal with the people uh, from, I think, 20th Century Fox. And they've now got the simian flu from Planet of the Apes actually as a disease wow. in the game. Do you not and see it the affects humans and monkeys, and you can have an uprising of apes and try and take over the world as the apes. It's cool. They had the so, adverts yeah. during the football for the film. And... Right. Um, uh, it's really graphic. For, when you're watching it, you don't expect to see any kind of gore or anything. Yeah. But they had the ape kind of strutting along. Um, they're a bit apprehensive because they know it's an ape and they're at war with the apes. And it's acting a bit kind of funny. He steals their whiskey, downs it, then starts just going at them and then laughing. And then it just grabs their machine gun and kills them both on the spot. And the advert was quite brutal, really. Um, yeah. It's on in the, uh, I think it's the Argentina game. But the film looks awesome. They're, they're oh, really I'm not allowed it. to go and see it because he says it's about monkeys. It's just monkeys. It's like watching a PG Tips advert. Watch the first one. It's really I good. have watched the first you one. Like it's it. rubbish. Idiot. I loved it. It's just That's a monkey. Film. You're an idiot. It's a monkey. What's, an good, what's good about it? Did I mention at the top of the show that MGPX is only a week away? Can people still come? Is it too short notice? People can still come. They can buy tickets at maturegamerpodcast.com slash mgpx. What if they aren't coming, but they like the sound of our raffle? Send us cash, and you will get... Well, not cash. Do it on PayPal like everybody else. <laughs> but, um, yeah, if you but you don't... Yeah. The way the tickets work and the raffle works is it's pay what you want to get in. So if you don't want to pay for a ticket, just turn up. We'll still let you in. It's a pub. We're not going to stop people coming into a pub on a Saturday afternoon. But if you do think it's 
worth some of your money to come along and spend some time in the presence of greatness and sheepdog um you can buy a ticket and for every pound that you spend on tickets that gets you a entry into the raffle and the raffle's got loads of awesome stuff at the moment what we got in the raffle we've got um, loads of minecraft gear we've got loads of t-shirts we've got some football manager stuff some copies of the football manager game we've got grand theft auto 5 we've got um the, we've, yeah we've got like a million copies of that and t-shirts to go with it we've got my we fit writing hat and um, that's covered in battlefield yeah, uh, badges books. yeah we've got all the leftovers from the love film stuff that nobody's claimed yet. Only one person got in touch last week about that, by the way. And um, we were writing the rest off then. Um, well, I'm giving them until I said they have to let us know by MGPX. So this will be their last call out. If you haven't, if you're not Blue Wolf and you haven't had your games yet, you need to send me your address as a private message on the forum this week, or I am going to give your games to somebody else at MGPX. We've got about 20 copies of Stealth Bastard Deluxe as well. Yeah, um, we've got. What else have we got? Did I, men- I mention the Minecraft stuff, didn't I? We've got... Oh, we've got... Um, I went on to uh, an indie book forum over the weekend and just said, look, we're doing this thing. We've, um, does anyone want to send some books along? So we've got um, one copy of a book already that I can't remember the name of from where I'm sitting because I can't see it, but there's four or five authors we've got in touch. I said, look, let's. Sit- this is a gaming convention. Let's limit it to sci-fi nerdy stuff. So... All the sci-fi nerdy authors are all sending us some of their books. A few of them are going to be signed as well, so there's going to be a few books there um, signed by Torfers. Um, Best Thing From Volume 1 and 2 will be in the raffle as well, signed, maybe. I think Not by us, some other people but we'll get someone to write on them. Involved, but I don't know yet. He, he sent a lot of emails. I know he called it the MGPX party. And Why? It up as a, I don't know. Yeah, there's something wrong with him, isn't there? He doesn't know how to sell. That's his my, my friends at Tin Man Games... Have sent us some stuff to give away as well, the game book adventures stuff. Awesome. So, all in all, it's a bloody good raffle. So, yeah, as you were asking, Sheepdog, several minutes ago, before we started reading off the prize list that's almost as good as the gadget show, um, if you're not going to come but you do want a chance to get in on that raffle, you can buy a ticket anyway. Go on there, buy five of the tickets. That's five raffle tickets, and if you win, we'll just post you your winnings afterwards. So um, there's no discrimination. You don't get... It's just on the randomizer, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. It's the best thing from randomizer is the thing that we use for this. Um, and you don't have to... You're not more likely to win by being there. It's just all about how much you spend on tickets. That increases your chances of winning stuff. Being there kind of increases your chances of winning the DS and things like that that um, Dean's got sorted out. Yeah, they're nothing to do with us. Yeah, that's Dean's... He can deal with his own legal issues off the back of this. He can put his own disclaimer out that, yes, in order to win this competition, you have to enter it, (laughs) etc. We're not interested in all that. His lawyers can handle it. I want the Sonic thing he's got. He's got a Sonic Win the competition, then. Yeah, kill anyone he tries to win. Yeah, just take it from him. Last year, I just took his Dreamcast. He's not as big as we are. Just nick his stuff. Help yourself to it. That's only for me and him. That's not a recommendation (laughs) to other people (laughs) coming along to MGPX. (laughs) Don't just take his stuff. Um, If anyone's got um, superhero-themed top trumps as well, I now have DC and Marvel ones, thanks to Anna purchasing me the Marvel ones this week. I'm up for a game of that. That was good. I wasn't offering to play with you. That was good at Play Expo, though, wasn't it? It was. It was excellent. So we can have a big old game of Top Trumps as well. I'm I'm bringing Cards Against Humanity. Due to popular request, a lot of people have asked me to bring it along, so I'm bringing it along. I think I might have mentioned, I may have done at one point, and so people kept reminding me to say, am I bringing it? So yes, I am, and one of the expansion packs. Crack-a-lacking. So doors open at one o'clock. MatureGamePodcast.com slash MGPX is where you get your tickets from. You can pay what you like. Um... 
that's about it. We're doing a live show there. Live show. For those of you who just want to turn up and see us do our thing and then disappear, which I recommend you don't do that. Come and join in with the rest of the day as well. It's a good laugh. But if you do just want to come along for the show, that's going to be at, what, about 7 o'clock? 7? Yeah. Probably. Really? What are we going to do for 6 hours? It'll probably be... What, before it? Yeah. All the game stuff. Lollacost have got to be on. We're it... not letting them headline. They've got to be on before us. <laughs> It'll start half an hour before Kirsty's... Uh... Parking's due to be renewed. Not my Kirsty, the Kirsty who listens to the show. That's what happened last year, wasn't it? We just yeah. basically waited until her car park ticket was just about to expire, and then we set up. Yeah, exactly. So we'll do that this year if she's coming. Bouncy, um, consider this your in- public instructions that you're not allowed to drop any C bombs. No mention of recently outed paedophiles. No mm. Operation U Tree connections yeah, at all. Nothing please. inappropriate or we'll just unplug Listen, you, you I bunch don't of perverts. Know at what point you think that I am that unprofessional? It's not necessarily you. We know Dalek's coming. Uh, uh, he's got his instructions. I will be providing him with a list of pre approved categories and subjects that he is allowed to talk about. I'm very clear as to what he's not allowed to talk about. He will be provided with those things. Dr. Hamhock is coming in by a satellite link. Um, hopefully, because he can't make it to the event, unfortunately. So he is setting up satellite links to the Lola Course laptop. <laughs> yep, it's going to be pretty good. Um, and yeah, we basically we've we've written a show that if people haven't listened to the Lola Course at all, Don't it won't matter. People. Which will cover most of the people there. <laughs> uh, for people who have been a little bit curious about it, but have been a little bit worried that maybe some of the subject matter is a little bit creepy and they wouldn't like to listen to it. It's ideal for them. And for people who want to see somebody super glue some plastic toy to their body, then that's ideal because that's our competition. We'll be giving to one person who dares step on the stage. I think I know exactly who's going to end up doing it. Um, Probably. Uh, We will (laughs) basically, there's three levels of prize depending on which body part he decides to glue See, all this safe. is the kind of thing we were talking no, about, no, Bouncy. it's all safe. No, it's all stuff you could see with your clothes on. So it's like <laughs> hands, face, and uh, midriff. So, you know, it'll be, it'll be good for a laugh. So if you're listening and you come along to MGPX and you think, I'd like to win some stuff and I have a plastic toy stuck on me, come and talk to us about it and we'll get you up on that stage. And for everyone else, Super they sell some together. really good Thai food yeah, at the brewery say, tab. It's a great w- opportunity to come and sit with me and Steve in the main bar. <laughs> and Anna, obviously. Well. Um, actually, no, I need to stand next to the mixer and pull the plug when it gets inappropriate. I'll order the food and bring it in to you. Yeah. Um, Anna needs to stay in the bar, though, away from this. I don't want her delicate ears being exposed to this kind of nonsense. <laughs> You're auctioning your trousers as well, aren't you, Bouncy? Well, I didn't think I was, but it's on the running order, so I must be. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were telling us before you were going to get the bus home in your underwear. If somebody bought the 200 quid. Yeah, well, now we're just going to auction them. Um... But we'll start the bidding at... Hundred and ten pounds, and they'll work down from there. Like, why don't we do one of those TV <laughs> Canadian bids where it starts at a thousand? And is it Canadian? I don't know what country, but Dutch, Dutch, thousand nine 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 eight seven. We'll just do that until someone goes. Oh, for God's sake, stop counting down for a thousand. Is seven hundred ninety-two quid? Give me those bloody trousers. My trousers aren't going for anything less than seventy-five pounds. Well, the, chari- the charity bouncy. deserves more than that. They ain't going for anything less than 200, as far as I'm concerned. Someone's coming along with 200 quid for your trousers. Well, that's what I'd like to think. I'd like to think that if somebody hasn't got 200 quid, the entrepreneurial people there might chip in together 
and uh, buy a pair of trousers that they can then run up a flagpole somewhere. Um, or just keep... I, I did also speak to my Or boss. glue to their body with any leftover superglue. That is entirely possible. I did speak to my boss about getting them framed uh, because he frames football memorabilia and sports memorabilia. And he said, uh, unfortunately, he didn't have any frames big enough for my trousers. <laughs> didn't ask him about any gaming so, um, stuff. What? <laughs> you asked him if he'd frame your trousers, but you didn't ask yeah. if he had any gaming stuff to maybe give in the raffle. Why would why would he have? Why would your boss have gaming stuff? He runs a gaming shop. I run the gaming shop. He owns it. Okay, so, so fill our I... boots, bouncy. <laughs> Oh, yes, I've got some bits to bring across. Don't really worry about that. From, you know, just checking. Because if I mention on here, the man frame his trousers. And if I mention on here the stuff that I'm going to steal from work, it kind of incriminates me, Stephen. <laughs> He's going to bring the till and the key. <laughs> and him. You, get, uh, you get three minutes. God, that was very badly pronounced. Um, let's say four minutes. <laughs> you get four minutes in his shop with nothing but a trolley to fill. We'll call it entertainment centre sweep and you just have to fill up a trolley do you keep the discs in the in the cases on the shelf or no there you go then just fill a trolley (laughs) 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 I had to check I just want to give a quick shout out to Yoda who uh, does he do bits and PC sometimes I know I'm pretty sure Uh, he's going to pick me up from the entertainment centre shop doesn't he live in Manchester uh, well, he, he the last message he sent me came from um, oh, where's where's that place that's in Phoenix Nights? Chorley, Chorley, yeah, yeah. So Manchester, uh, I don't know where that is. So Chorley, in La- it's Lancashire, isn't it? Yeah, Manchester, it's the north. Chorley, I don't know. It's the north bouncy. It it's it's that area where everyone speaks with a discernibly lower class of voice. So Manchester. Um, so he's coming to the shop to have a look at the shop and hopefully buy something and then pick me up. So that's very nice of him. I'd so be thank strong. you very much to you. Oh, it'll be all right. You're going to make him a gold life. card? No. Kev's gold card still sits in the shop. I'll come and pick it up. Yeah, well, you Kev, I mean Yoda. You're going to make a, a special Yoda gold no, card? No, there's one gold card. Kev made it a special rule that there could only oh, ever be one. Okay. I made it and they never claimed it, ever. Can I have a black card? Yes, you can. Racial equality is well. way up on my highlight. I just want three Nando's. Well, it won't get you free Nando's. It's an entertainment centre card. Well, I think you should put on it. This entire was the whole oh, to a free you know, Nando's. You know, what you, you know what you could say? You could go into Nando's with my black card, and I'll say, are you saying that all these black cards look the same? And they'll be like, no, 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 and give you free chicken to avoid a racial incident. Exactly. So, uh, come along. It'll be swell. And just a reminder, there will be no show next week. Mature Gaming Podcast. What we'll do is stick out the live show on a Sunday afternoon, probably, if it's of decent quality this time. Not like... Not, Humor quality, yeah. you mean sound quality. Yeah, as long, as, it's, echoed. As, long as it's usable. I don't care if it's any good. It just <laughs> needs to not hurt your ears because of the sound quality, not because of the content. But you should all be there anyway. There's no excuses not to be there unless you're giving birth. Apart from you, you don't need to come. You're not welcome. No. Um... Aidy's shopping list this week is completely empty because there's no games in the world. Is anyone disputing that? No. Hey, Bouncy. Hey, Kevin. News me. Only me. 
Make it so I get what you're saying, but no one else really is sure. Hey, Kev. You know yeah. The time that we were in that cabin in uh, Scandinavia. Yes. And you know that we played that game on that Amiga. Yes. Well, the guy that made it is explaining why that the the remake of it's got a hundred pound premium beta. Why is that? Um, mostly because uh, he wants lots of money. Oh. <laughs> I admire his honesty. I'm now more likely to pay for it. Well, he said, uh, we've taken flack. It's actually, like, his, his reasoning in the quote is brilliant, right? What do you think his reason is for charging 100 Well, it's £200 originally, now it's £100. So why did he charge so much? Because he, he can't afford to finish the game. No, he got £1.5 on the Kickstarter, so that's not an issue. Because people will pay 100 No. Uh, he says, the important thing for the alpha is for it to be a genuine alpha. We don't want huge numbers. <laughs> so what he basically said was, if people are willing to pay 100 quid, that's fine. But there's only going to be a few of them, which makes easier for it to be safe. <laughs> and I kind of like that. Rather than saying, well, I'm sorry, there's only 100 places available. Instead, he's gone, well, if you want in, 100 quid, mate. 100 quid. It's like the last open kebab shop on a high street at like 3 a.m. Where they're like, well, yeah, but all of our burgers are £100. Just talking to kebab shops and getting back to MGPX for a second. Yep. Um, Megabyte. Yes. Closed, but moved. And it's now moved slightly further down. It's now nearer the brewery tap. And it's completely gaming themed in there now. The kebab <gasps> shop. When it's, we were, when we were there brilliant. last year, I told them that they've got a name like Megabyte. Surely this should be... Like, yeah, I, it's, it's got a big Pac-Man it. sign. It's all, <laughs> it, it is totally gaming-themed, and it's we moved need, like five we, doors further down towards where Brewery Tap is for our after-show kebabs. We made that happen. I think we, we did. Free, we beg it free food, because I had a conversation with a man while Steve was trying to decide what sort of chicken he could I was trying to negotiate two meals <laughs> for, <laughs> for one But it is person. now a gaming-themed kebab shop within 150 yards of where we're doing MGPX. That's good. They, that can only be there because we're making that the gaming quarter of Peterborough. There's like a game shop in there. When uh, the entertainment centre, Wiz Beach, decide to branch out, they need to put one right next to the brewery tap. Well, an entertainment centre next to yeah. the brewery tap, away from all of the shopping in Peterborough. Yep. That's, that's oh, the best place. It's the gaming quarter. We've got Megabyte, we've got MGPX. Like smack bang in the middle of an almost compulsory purchase order zone. It's right next to, to a ground. massive multi-storey car park and bus stop and but train the whole station. The thing's looking at being raised to the ground and built on. Not Don't tell there. Megabyte that. They'll be gutted. They've bought all these <laughs> Pac-Man lamps. Well, you know, I'm sure they can move again. Anyway, so yes, so he charged so much money for the game so that not people would play it which i think is the best way of making sure people don't play a game because it is a good game by all accounts i know someone who's in it and is loving it so there you go um xbox one you know when it came out and i said to you is a demos for the game and you went i don't know i don't know ever looking do you remember that that time yeah you remember that time well now they're gonna have um trial and unlock game demos for most games um obviously all the arcade ones because none of those had trials Uh, they're all gonna have and some of the uh, full games are also going to have demos that you can then unlock. Uh, Maximum Overdrive, the or Sunset Overdrive rather, is going to have a pre-purchase thing like the, they have on Sony. They're starting to bring that to the Xbox One as well. And if you pre-purchase through your console, you get extra exclusive stuff that you don't get in the main game. Oh, that's annoying. I know. Who wants but, to buy it that way? Well, if the price is the same as retail, which I know it often isn't, but if it was, um, I've got a lot of digital copies of games on my hard drive i think probably half my xbox one games are digital and by the time you've sat and installed from the disc the digital 
equivalent. It doesn't make much difference whether you've got a digital or a physical, really, if you're a collector and don't want to get rid of them. So the only issue I've got is I've filled my hard drive and I've now got to buy a uh, USB 3 uh, external hard drive to plug in because I can't fit all my games on. But giving people trials of games will help because some of the some of the games are like 15 quid each. And that's a bit of a stretch to just jump in and try it if you've never played it. Plus, it means everyone can play Outlast at just long enough that most people play Outlast for and never have to buy it. Because you get that first 25 minutes and then say, no, it's too scary, never play it again. And you won't have played anything. So it's pretty cool, isn't it? Yeah. It's marvellous. Yes. Mm. Um, Destiny, uh, the beta goes live on Sony next week, I believe it is. Uh, if you have pre-ordered it with a retailer, you'll be provided with... A code, I think it's a nine-digit code or nine-character nine code. But then on the Bungie website, you don't just get one code. You'll get three codes. So you'll basically have to download it yourself and share two with your friends. Which, I don't have two friends. Well, I do. And so, Not that I own Xbox Ones anyway. Oh, no, it's PlayStation, isn't it, this one? PlayStation, oh, this I one. can probably and manage Xbox, that. Xbox One later in the, um, in the month. So, yeah, I've got it ordered on Xbox One. And so when that comes through, I'll be able to get a couple. But I like the idea of that so that if people haven't pre-ordered it, it also means that you can try the game if you're not quite sure. Because so, there, there is going to be a high proportion of people who just pre-order it anyway because it's a bungee game. And for me, I pre-ordered it because somebody said it was like Halo mixed with Borderlands. And I just thought, well, I haven't really enjoyed either of those, but maybe the mix together would be quite good. And so pre-ordered it and then realized I was sort of going to get into the beta. So it does mean I can now play with the man from the... A shoe shop who uh, comes comes in to my shop every week. I'll give him one, the code, and uh, and and that'll be quite good. So I think they should do that more often with betas. If you get in, just get your mates in with you, and uh, especially poor people, they deserve betas too. Um, and then what was my final piece of news? Because it's not a huge amount to be honest this week. Um, I, I, yeah, I think. Let's pick one. Uh, but if you've got more than one, feel free to do them nah, both. You know, most of the news is quite boring this week. Since E3, news has just dried up. Like, they've announced all the big stuff, and so all you've got left is like, oh, I wonder why the PS4 is not selling very well in Japan. Oh, have you noticed we've had an update for the Xbox One? Oh, look, look over there. That man looks a little bit like a dog, and it's just not that good. So the, the only other bit of news that really jumped out to me this week was that Sony are considering early access, like you get on Steam, but for PlayStation. So that you would be able to play a game while it's still in development and help shape the development, which, given their commitment to indie gaming, could be quite exciting. Uh, from my point of view, I hope it happens, because sometimes it's really cool to have early access. Prison Architect, I mean, that's been early access for nearly two years. That's um, never going to be a real game, surely. But it's a game now, and that's the thing. Uh, like, I really enjoyed playing Goddess as early access because I'm seeing it develop. And for me, as a Peter Molyneux game, I'm loving seeing one of his games shape and be formed and created, not just by him and his team, but also by the community that play it. Uh, same Prison Architect. Every time something new is added, you're seeing what's been added. You're seeing what that time's been spent on. And if something doesn't work quite well, it is the best quality testing. So, yeah, okay to a point they charge a lot for access to some of these but um you know it's 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 pretty good it's pretty good so yeah if sony want to get all on that i think they they really should because i think that would give them another real big bump to um 
we go. I've also just uh, had a tweet come through uh, related to MGPX, which is a threat um, from Witup on Twitter. He said, uh, Bounceable, the missus says you do F all up to her town on Tapped Out, and she's going to hunt you down at MGPX 14. Well, Mrs. Whippet. Um, I don't think that's her name. Mrs. Whittip or Rygic. Uh, three issues there. Number one, you started your name with a letter that wasn't alphabetically first in my list. So you're probably about 87th on my list of friends, which doesn't make you a priority. Secondly, bring it. I've got a crossbow and I've got form. So, you know, you want to you come at me? I'll come at you. And thirdly, I'll, I'll look at your towns. Oh, so you say not a priority. Are you not aware that now you get donuts every few towns? I don't care. I, really, I get like four or five donuts every time I do my entire friends list on there. I just get... It, mine crashes. Every like 20 people I do, it crashes and I have to start the whole game again. Mm-hmm. So normally the first 20 get done and then I just think I can't bother to turn up now. So, um, so I to, to, the other day. Did you? Mm. That's good. Are you on Android? No, iPhone. iPhone. Oh, okay. Well, I might have to might have to give it a go. Maybe um, Ritip's missus is going to uh, have helped me find Donaty Heaven. Um, but she I will. I will go me. to. I will go. To, well, she should. I don't know. Mrs. Whippet. She's called. Can't bother to find yeah. <laughs> But yeah. So um, so yeah. So I will now go and look at your town because the news section is over. Sony are bringing out indie stuff. Microsoft are giving you demos and preloadings, and the Elite demo costs a lot of money to stop people playing it. Trouble. We have been an all-year-round podcast, isn't it? There is just times when there is just nothing. Can we start having the summer off? Well, to be honest, it's also it's not just a case that it's a case of, there are there are about probably twenty news stories a day that get broken by different blogs and and websites around the country and the world. But how much of that is actual big news that's going to affect? As, as a gamer, you know, like if twelve around, percent of it, I'd say less than twelve percent. Eleven percent of it, I would say six percent. That's a lot game. less than twelve. It's a lot less. Yes, it's half of twelve. Fifty percent less than twelve. Yeah. Goodness. Um, but I just think sometimes I sit there and I read the news out and I do think, yeah, that's uh, that's there's, there's a lot of news there, and I don't know whether I'm that interested in it, and I've just got to read it out. So uh, so yes, yeah, so you get. Bit less news, but hopefully the news like is actually the Trevor McDonald bird, isn't he? I am like the young Trevor McDonald. Uh, I'm living it up and uh, on the streets of Soho. I can't imagine a young Trevor McDonald. Being camel skin jacket. Oh, come on, imagine him. Like in the 1970s, I bet he had like massive, bright, big hair. And I he saw just him sweat- at tennis. What, young what? Trevor McDonald? Oh, just he time travel. regular one. What tennis? I was at Wimbledon once and when? he sat opposite me. When? Why? Why? I'm not even a tennis fan. Did you Why have a seat? Just go on the hill. I was on centre court. How much did you Playing? pay for the ticket? I don't even know. My wife got them. And I went along and I was, just booed. I was talking to somebody this week about because we were watching the final. I don't watch tennis, but I was in a room when the final was on, and I was doing my I don't know anything about tennis routine. It was very funny. I was Same like, so, "Who's serving now? And what does that mean? And all this? And have I knew you had tennis and questions like that. Yeah, that kind of thing." So um, I was all I was all kind of enjoying that, and then I said, "Oh, have you ever been to the guy who was watching it? Because he's massively into sport." And he went, "I wanted to go this year, but the, the tickets were six hundred pounds." So this was like twenty or thirty. My quid. daughter went this year, not to the final. You have to go into a. a she went on the middle Saturday, uh, Wimbledon. 
You just put your name down on a list, they pick people at random and charge you for yeah. a bill or something like that. I think that's it. I think because he won, he was buying a, a ticket, he must have obviously ended up paying. One of the weird things is because it's um, only centre court and court one are in a building. The rest are just out as if you're walking around a like PE at school. So there's all these yeah. world famous tennis players. I don't bloody know. They're all wandering around, and my wife's going, "Oh my god, that's so and so." And I was just like, "Martina Navratilova, probably." Pete um, Sampras is over there. She's standing there watching him play tennis. I'm thinking that ball was going to hit one of us in a minute. I was panicking. I felt I'd never felt more anxious. I was just standing there thinking that's just going to smack me. Yeah, I feel it coming. Um. Yeah, when we were sat in centre court, Tim Enman was playing, I think, someone like that. He was British or Scottish. or <laughs> But I had binoculars and was just... They're the same thing at the moment. Me. You're getting a bit ahead of yourself there. Saw so, so old MacDonald. Did he have a farm? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even mean to oh, do that. Yeah. That, was, that was terrible. Um, <laughs> I saw yeah. old MacDonald on Countdown once. He got an EIEIO. Couldn't make anything with him. You broken sheep dog. He's just bobbing up and down over there now. I'm just shaking my head. Uh, Is that your lot? Can I go home? Yeah. Is that no mention of Shaq Fu this week? I noticed. Do you know what? Um, <laughs> I wrote Shaq Fu on my wedding order. Well, I emailed you, didn't I? I just said the word Shaq Fu, Shaq Fu, Shaq Fu. Right? Yeah. Um, frankly, I don't care about Shaq Fu anymore. <laughs> Even if he's on the wedding order, I'm just going to ignore it. It's going to be like the the the, the uncle who has just has got a really boring job in like accountancy and every time you invite him to a dinner t- party he just talks about the, what he's been doing at work and nobody cares that's what Shaq Fu is to me now I can literally look at Shaq Fu if Shaquille O'Neal turned up at my house right now bouncing a basketball off of my face going Shaq Fu's been funded Shaq Fu's been funded I just closed the door in his face have you seen they're doing a um, someone's trying to do an anti-kickstarter site that's like Kickstarter because they're fed up with things like Shaq Fu and that man with his potato salad getting That's up to like 60 grand now. The potato salad. Yeah. I was telling my wife about it earlier when she was getting depressed about how poor we are. I said, guess what this man's got money for? He's making potato salad. And she just looked at me. Is he, what, is he making potato salad to sell? Or just he no, basically he said he needed 15 quid or something like $40 to make potato yeah. salad. Just said, and I want to make a potato salad. I'm not sure which one yet. I'll decide when I'm in the shop. And that's all that's- he wrote. And then suddenly he was on thousands, and then he was like, I'm not sure yeah, the news picked here. it up when he was on like four or five grand, and it yeah. was on like Sky News and everything, and See, it, it's still got three weeks to go, and he's up to like I 60 I grand. Don't, I don't understand why people don't, would like, dislike um, kicks off that, because I once bid £60 for a toilet roll with a face on it that came with a free Quavers packet for it to sleep in. Yeah, but that's annoying, though, because when people say, oh, I want to do one, everyone's like, oh, you've got to write a massive plan that's really, really long-winded and boring. Um, but no, you just have to be witty. To be fair, he only wanted 50 quid, though. Yeah, so, so I'm going to sit there just he'd, churning he'd around. Have got that, he'd have got that anyway. Um, and if, see, if you ask for potato salad stuff, but then spent that on making a game, like as a stretch goal, I'll make potato salad, but if I get to 10 grand, I'll make a game about nothing to do with potato salad. That'd be all right. But if you use that money to buy, make a game and didn't make potato salad, you'd have broken the rules. So at least he is intending on making a potato salad. It's getting what a Michelin love, chef to do it now. What I would love to do is for that guy make the world's largest Guinness official world's largest largest potato salad I imagine that's probably where he's at because it was a, he said he was going to do a party and anyone who pledged over a tenner could come at the party and they're going to get a Michelin chef to make the potato is this salad in the, is this in the UK I think it's America, or in America. probably uh, if it was in the UK I'd have, I'd have backed that just to go to a party because I don't get invited out much you're coming to MGPX next weekend 
Yeah, it's not a party day for us, is it? We're Point working. Point it is, or Rob, Rob, whoever you said it was. They're all the bloody same. They all look alike. They're all fat and bald. It's no like looking at sheep, dog. I'm very excited, though, because last year I didn't get to be there right at the very beginning, so I'm quite excited to be there from the very beginning this year. You're staying until the very end? I am indeed. I've got a hotel room booked. When you say the very beginning, are you turning up at half ten like me and Emma? Are you going home or have you got a hotel, Kev? I'm going home. Good. With you. By a taxi. Yeah. Ooh. And then we're getting a taxi back in the morning for the traditional MGPX <laughs> next day <laughs> breakfast. <laughs> That's a bit of Marvin Gaye there for you. Sexually Marvin Gaye. Um, so, yeah, one last attempt to say to people, come on, come on. Oh, hold on. Come on. If this one doesn't get them, nothing will. Um, if you only listen to pre-recorded Friday night shows, you don't have to hear us for two weeks now. We're back in two weeks doing this. Uh, so, you know, you may as well come along next weekend and thank us for not doing a... not not spoiling your Saturday morning. You're not going to hear us until Sunday afternoon when we put out the live show. And if you come along and witness that live, you won't have to listen to that either. You can go, like, two weeks without hearing us talk. Apart from that bit in the middle where you spend two days with us in the same room. You know what I mean. Come along. Just come. There's no excuses not to come. It's free also, to come. You only have yeah. to pay for the raffle if you want to come. And if you for. think it's just going to be a bit weird, a bit socially awkward, I can guarantee from last year, it really wasn't. It was a brilliant event that uh, surprised even me with how little... Actually, no, there wasn't a single loser there. I'm, I'm not with any insult to anyone. There's, no. um, there's, a, there's an old saying where if you walk into a room and you can't see the loser... <laughs> Well, I'm also going to point out that how popular it is. But no, but it was, do you know what I mean? Like, if you sit there and say, oh, there's going to be this, this event in uh, a pub in Peterborough and a load of people are into gaming, go, it just just felt like a real good night with mates. Everyone got and on and had a chat, the, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, we all had lot, a laugh. A lot of the people I'd never met before and it was good for conversations. We had a laugh. I got a lasagna recipe off of an Italian man. Is he going to be there again? He said he was coming, didn't he? I, oh, think. I hope he does because I really need the rest of that recipe because my lasagna is just coming out like a small indie game and I don't need that. I don't understand what's going wrong. We need a bouncer uh, on the door because a couple of my students came up to me and said, is MGPX over 18 only, sir? And I was like, you shouldn't even know it exists. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Right, so. bigger boys, that's your job. Yeah. Don't let anyone who refers to me or him as sir enter the room. Yeah, if anyone calls us sir throughout the entire weekend... Is sir answer. in there? Yeah, oh. yeah, you can go somewhere else. The best way to do that is to basically tell those students on the podcast exactly how to get past security. <laughs> but if you're... Pay them. <laughs> last year, for, for those who are actual listeners... Get them so drunk. Students are not allowed in. But um, last year we did have a couple of people bring their actual children to play some games and go home. Yeah, but this year, Bounty and his buddies are doing a show. That's not a good idea. It's your call with that, but yeah, students aren't allowed. Anyone who's ever studied anything is not allowed. We only want people not as smart as us in the room. (laughs) (laughs) You booked a small room then? I nearly swore then. (laughs) I haven't swore on this podcast for over a year, and it's so close to coming out just then. Anyway, uh, <laughs> he's made me angry now. Follow us on Twitter. Who? How do you do that? At MG UK Podcast. No. What? That's, that tells me what the address is. That doesn't yeah. tell me how you do it. I want to know the process. You type in MG UK Podcast, it comes up with that name, and you click follow. You click on them, then you click follow. 
Uh, you it. probably need to be on the Twitter website before you do it. Well, anything. yeah, okay, I've left out a step somewhere. So you can there. follow us on Twitter at MGUK Podcast, or you can follow me at Lelujo. And I'm at RB6K. Anna's at Miss Lelujo, but has gone to bed. You can also find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash maturegamerpodcast, or we have a website, don't you know? It's maturegamerpodcast.com, and if you want to buy tickets for MGPX, you just stick a slash MGPX after that. If you don't want to come to MGPX um, and you just want to buy a sombrero instead, um, get that from MG, get that from maturegamerpodcast.com slash Amazon, um, where you can also buy Volume 2 of Best Thing From, which was released this week and has a pink cover. Um, so get in touch. Show how comfortable you are with your sexuality by reading a pink book. Do we plug the forum enough on the show? I remember there was a time years to be ago... Honest, we'd plug it plenty. ...when if we mentioned the forum... People suddenly joined up to it. Mm. So put forward slash forum on that maturegamerpodcast.com address and sign up for that. Yeah. It's where the losers hang out. We uh, get Bouncy's news when it's news and not... Yeah. I, it's, but to be Jones. honest, those those weeks when Bouncy's not on the show, that's where I do go and get the news. <laughs> I just see which which stuff was important enough to have a thread about it on the forum. Uh, I like our forum. They're so adorable and cuddly. Like me in many ways. Um, I almost said see you next week, boys and girls, but I will only see you next week, boys and girls, if you come to MGPX. So, um, boys and girls who aren't coming to that, I'll see you in two weeks. Um, and the rest of you, um, the cool see ones, the cool now. kids, see you in seven days and ten and a bit hours' time. Actually, no, I won't see you then, because you won't be there yet. I'll see you in seven days and 13 hours' time when I'll be drunk by you then, walk through the... Do- Sheepdog. We're going to be in a pub for half past ten. We're both going to be hammered before anyone turns up. Mm. Toodle pip, everybody. Have a good week, everyone. Bye. Yeah. yeah.